0: It's obvious you're not some dumb schmuck up here to snatch a few purses, am I right? You're very perceptive. Uh, I watch 60 Minutes. I say to myself, these guys are professional. They're motivated. They're happening. I.E., they want something, huh? Now, personally, I couldn't care less about your politics. Maybe you're pissed off at the camel jockeys. Maybe it's the Heebs, Northern Island. It's none of my business. I figure you're here to negotiate. Am I right? You're amazing. You figured this all out already. <laughs> hey. Business is business. You use a gun, I use a fountain pen. What's the difference? Let's put it in my terms. You're here in a hostile takeover. You grab us for some green mail, but you didn't expect some poison pill was gonna be running around in the building. Am I right? Hans, Bobby, I'm your white knight.
1: Welcome, everyone, to My Bleeding Ears Podcast. This is episode number 54. Uh, I know we've been gone for a while, but we are back, and we are better than ever. I have a whole slate of stuff coming up for the next month or two. I made my little schedule, and I sent it out to a few people and some past guests, and and of course, I've had some bites on it. Uh, Today, we have my co-host, as always, Jessalyn. Hello. And our guest coming back for the third time now, which he's gonna uh, hopefully will become the Steve Martin of our uh, yeah. of the show. Uh, yeah. we have Tyrell Cannon.
2: Thank you for having me. Good oh no back. problem.
1: You're, it's great to have you on the show <laughs> again. It's uh, if not you wouldn't have been on here. <laughs> it's always great to have you on. Uh, you just finished up um you have your own Patreon now where yeah. you're um you're doing your own you're doing your own thing now you yeah. you kind of just uh you've left your job mm-hmm. and this is your full-time thing you're following your dream which I think is awesome
2: Doing my best man it's been an adjustment <laughs> but I am enjoying it I I said I was at a family thing the other day and you know everyone's asking me you know and I was like well you know it's been an adjustment but if I can do this for the rest of my life, I'll be a very happy person. Good, if yeah. I can just make it work, I'll be very happy to just be drawing cool shit all the time. You know? Awesome. Like I'm so like I love that part of it.
1: Yeah, this is I mean that's your this is like your dream. This is what yeah, you've yeah. kind of always wanted to do and now you you're in a place to where you can you can do it now. And Absolutely. thank God for Patreon yeah, and man. Uh, yeah. and Kickstarter too yep. How did your uh, your Kickstarter thing go? Uh,
2: well, I had two running. One was a portfolio, which I was running with my right. friend Landis Blair, called Nexus. So it was 12 artists doing uh, themed prints. Uh, and that turned out really well. We made our funding goal. Uh, all the orders, well, all the orders except for the people who didn't respond to their surveys have gone out. Ah, uh, yeah. But it was, a, it was a blast. I had a great time doing it, and that one was a lot of fun. And then I, I wasn't running a campaign, but I was an artist on a comic book series called Astrobiology. That one did not get funded, but um, I think he's going to try to run it again or on a different platform. But that's a science fiction comic that I drew for a writer. Okay, Uh, great story. I would love to draw the rest of the book because it's a really cool story. But um, we'll see what happens with that.
1: All right, cool. That's great. All right, we got some movies to get into today. Uh, A few of them before we do our movie of the week, which was um, uh, Tyrell asked me, you know, uh, if I've ever seen this movie, and I was like, no, it's passed me by, and I've seen it on the shelves and. So yeah, it's his, kind of his pick this, this week, but we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, a few movies to talk about. We have, first on the list, a good old Nick Cage movie. Uh, <laughs> it's not Mandy. <laughs> uh, it's a little bit older, not, I mean, happened a little while ago. Uh, Mom and Dad. Uh, it's about a teenage girl and her little brother, and they must survive a wild 24 hours during which a mass hysteria of unknown origins causes parents to turn violently on their own kids. Uh, this movie has Samuel Blair in it. Uh, nice little Lance Henriksen appearance towards mm-hmm. the towards the end. Uh, what did you think of this movie, Tyrell? Uh,
2: I enjoyed it. Um, I'm I'm actually usually pretty skeptical of new Nicolas Cage movies because the 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 like um, novelty of him being bad is sort of worn off because he right. does like 20 movies a year and like most right. of them are just like unwatchable. You know, true. Um, but this one was actually pretty cool. And yeah. Actually, the moment when Lance mm-hmm. Henriksen. Henderson shows up is when I was like okay yeah nah this is good
1: yeah and when I when I saw him and, and I, I figured he was going to be the dad and when they're talking throughout the movie like oh grandpa's coming over I was like oh shit he's going to try and kill his son so it's right, just not right. little kids it's about Older older yeah. parents killing their their kids well, I, too.
2: I liked that it, they didn't like explain everything. It's just yeah. kind of this random thing that happens, and it's the characters dealing with it. I really enjoyed that that much of it, and the pacing is pretty well done. Yeah, true. And and you know Selma Blair is always good. So yeah, yeah. I like her. I like yeah. Selma Blair. I, I thought it was fun. Um, I don't remember any. Sp- specific i mean i watched this one a while ago actually so this was like right when it came out i think is when i saw it so
0: i agree i I like that they don't really explain it i feel like i'm not a parent but i feel like (laughs) there are a lot of parents who were probably very entertained i'm sure that you have been that furious with your child where you maybe fantasize (laughs) about hurting them (laughs) a little bit maybe that's happened and it's okay children can be frustrating so i like that they don't really explain it Mm -hmm. and i hope that parents enjoyed that aspect of it and i do think it's the perfect thing to put nicholas cage in you found it there it is yeah. there it is yeah.
1: <laughs> but I, I could agree with you with, with the nick cage thing going crazy and and yeah it does get it has to be the right movie right which mm-hmm. i believe this is yeah. and even mandy too yeah. which is a movie where you should go crazy right. or even right. if it's not as grandiose as it is in other movies yeah, have him have him go nuts, and but also Nick Cage, why don't you do some like serious acting work again? I, I'm sure yeah. some people miss you.
2: And then it would be a surprise when he does do the crazy thing, right? <laughs> or
1: if he comes out with a great performance, or right. he does like a Leaving Las Vegas kind of thing again,
2: right? right. But but this uh, is the perfect movie for like this phase of Nicholas Cage. Yeah, i no, mm-hmm. true, like, you know. Whereas, like, sometimes he's in these ones where the movie still seems to think it's a real movie. Right. You know, and I'm like, you cast Nicolas Cage. You're not. (laughs) What do you expect, man?
1: Our next movie on the list that we watched uh, was Tales from the Hood 2. I was fucking disappointed with this movie. I love the first one. There's such a great social commentary and. Great acting, great filmmaking, and when this one came out, I was—I knew it wasn't going to be as good as the first one, not even the same tone as the first one, and I was right. But it was just really bad to me. Well, but I, I same, was
2: not. It's the same people. It is mm-hmm. Rusty
1: Cundy, so, who yeah. um, who did another favorite film of mine is *Fear of a Black Hat*, which is a spoof on *Fear of a Black Planet* from mm-hmm. uh, *Public Enemy*. Also, kind of like a, a knockoff of CB Four. Uh, so yeah, I was really I saw it was the same guy. I was like, oh, this is perfect, you know. I, but uh, just the stories were I were not good. Um, I just was not in it. And I love Keith David. I have he's the best. Keith David stories. I met the yeah. guy once. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I was he played the part fine. He, he played the Clarence Williams the third part uh, from the first one. He
0: was the best replacement that you could get if you yes. had to replace right. him. Yeah. yeah, I agree.
1: So what did you think of it, Jocelyn?
0: I didn't realize that you disliked uh, it so I much. Hated it, man. Um, I still enjoyed it. I'll, I'll agree that it's a lot more heavy-handed than the first one. Like, yeah, I get it. This political climate is exactly that.
1: Yeah, but because they're you grabbing to... you and they're saying, right. "This is this."
0: Thank you. You don't Other have to than... grab me and shake me. Like, I understand what you're trying to do. I can figure this out. But yeah. I liked it. I still had a good time. I, yeah, I wish it hadn't been so. I mean, I'm not stupid, and your audience isn't stupid. We're gonna figure out what you're trying to say, but you were gonna figure out what your social commentary is. But
2: I liked it. Yeah, I mean that was the thing is that it just felt like too, like too obvious, you mm-hmm. know. Like mm-hmm. And, and and like the first one is sort of obvious, you know, but. I don't know. This one, it was just, it was like, maybe it was the fact that it's it's words and phrases that we hear constantly and buzz. True. Tabs. It was like mm-hmm. Twitter the movie, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. It was just like, here's this thing. We're going to use all the hashtags in every story. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, yeah, so I didn't, I was disappointed too. Because the first one is like kind of funny and kind of yeah. weird and kind of dark. The, the, the big thing, I was thinking about it because I turned it on again today because I I watched it like a couple months ago, and I was like, "Well, I should watch it again." So I was working today, and I turned it on, and I was like, "Why didn't I like this?" You know. So one of the things I remembered is that the first one is more like gory, has like gore right, and yeah. stuff, and this mm-hmm. one just didn't have the, it. Didn't deliver on the horror. Right. It, it seemed like it, it. wasn't like horrific at all. You know, it was except just a... maybe the the pregnant thing. You know, that was kind of a little like kind gory of that's probably sort of. the
0: goriest one. Yeah.
2: Right, and then the 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 other characters there, there's some some characters especially in that last story that are playing it really straight whereas in like the first one I feel like nobody's like totally playing it straight mm-hmm. um I don't know the saving graces for me was like you know Keith David mm-hmm. any what is he I mean, poopsie it, doopsies yeah <laughs> oh, anything Childs is in I'm in yeah man. he's great he's great and then I mean a couple of the stories were better than others like I liked the one with the guy who's forced to do like the seance I thought that was kind of Yeah, interesting. I liked that one. And then the one where they the guys like drug the women and they're like vampires or whatever. I was like, that's you know, that's pretty See, cool. See, I thought
1: that was really predictable. Sure, it's totally great. I, 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 I knew
2: where it was going. Yeah. But I liked where it was going. So well, I but I, I thought that they would kill them. I liked that they like locked them in the yeah cellar or right. whatever with the the other guys. But yeah, it just felt like it wasn't even taking itself seriously. Like it was like like when they're saying the social commentary that they're saying, it's like they're I don't know. It's almost like they're they're like, yeah, we're just saying this to you because this is what we're supposed to say in a Tales from the Hood movie, right? Yeah. I don't know. It just didn't feel as like genuine as the first movie, which is such a weird thing to say about Tales from the Hood. But I don't know. It didn't. It didn't work for me. Like I probably wouldn't have watched it again if we weren't gonna talk about it. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like it's got. Are oh, you watched people. it again? Well, today, yeah. Oh, fuck! I'm sorry, dude. But you know? <laughs> well, I, mean, I was working, so it's kind of like I was listening to it. But it's like you know, it's the guys from the first one, Chappelle show. You know, what right? I mean? Yeah, it was, like, good people on it, but it was just stupid.
1: What I, what I want to compare it to is Return of Living Dead and Return of Living Dead Two.
2: Mm. Um,
1: the comedy in the first Return of Living Dead, it fits in really well with the tone, right. and the second one, it's saying. Hey, look, we're funny too. Right. Look at the zombie dance over right. here, or look right. at the stupid zombie. Right. That's, that's how I, I compare this to. And
2: I can see that, yeah.
1: Uh, so, yeah, that's, this is a definite pass for me. Um, <laughs> seeing as I, I love Tales from the Hood, yeah. I saw it in the theater. I saw it at a second run theater full of gangbangers in it, and it was the, the greatest time I've ever had in the theater. I saw it with mm-hmm. that with Friday. It was a double feature at oh, the man. Village I Theater love in Chicago. Friday. Two fifty to get in. It was awesome. Oh man! <laughs> hey. Wish that theater is no longer open. Yeah, yeah.
2: I saw. I've seen a couple movies there. Yeah, it was a good. That was a good spot. Yeah. It was. Yeah. I don't know if I would recommend this one. I would say rewatch the first one. Yeah, and then definitely. Watch, That's like, exactly what I did. Yeah. Watch like Leprechaun in the Hood instead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god. No. <laughs> or maybe I'm
0: thinking of Leprechaun in the Hood too. That one is <laughs> back, really, really back to the Hood. back to the Hood is not good. But
2: uh, but yeah, I was disappointed. It's like, or just fast forward to the end and hear Keith David say all the dumb shit that he says. Right. Yeah, like It's it's pretty funny.
0: Yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, if you've seen Tales from the Hood, then you know exactly how this is going to end. <laughs> but, I don't know. I was entertained,
2: and I liked it more than you guys. Yeah,
1: I guess so, man. <laughs> I, I just did not like it. Uh, favorite Keith David role?
2: Oh, man. That's tough. I would probably have to say Childs, because the thing is one yeah. of my favorites. But, um, he's really good in They Live. They, they Live is well. another and good then, one for me. I like him in some of the little roles he does. Like he was actually one of the saving graces of Cloud Atlas, which is not a great movie.
0: Oh, I haven't seen it. Yeah, I he's in that.
2: And then he's in um he's the the weirdest creepiest asshole in Requiem for a Dream.
1: Yeah, yeah. he is. He so, is. I try to forget <laughs> that role. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah,
2: Child's Man, I would I would have a drink with Child's anytime.
1: <laughs> Dude, I I probably told this story on the podcast before, but I actually got to meet him at a bar. Oh, wow. But I was underage. I was like <laughs> 11 or 12 years old, and he was there. Um, I He was friends with someone there, and I had just... My dad ran the bar, so I was able to go in, and I was standing behind the bar, and I'm like, oh, fuck, there's the guy from Men at Work. You know, right? Right. <laughs> I didn't know right. his name at the time, right. but, and I went up to him. I was like, oh, you the guy from Men at Work? He's like, Yes. And he's mm-hmm. not
2: so much good voice work, too. Oh, he's like Spawn. Gargoyles, he's Goliath. Right, no, he's, yeah, he's, he's... so good.
1: But yeah, oh, I love Keith David. Hopefully, yeah. he, he he's one of those guys that, that should have been a lead actor, I believe. Like, the actor we're going to talk about for our movie of the week.
2: I think he's mm-hmm. going to pop up at some point. Like, someone's going to cast, you know, Keith David in some perfect, like, indie film, I think, maybe. You think you know? so? Or do I you know, think, think
1: maybe. Do you think he'll go on, like, to be, like, the Danny Trejo? Where they're like, oh, fucking... God. Well, because no, Danny Trejo was so cool back in the day, you know, he was, was in like yeah. the when I first saw him in Desperado, he yeah. was the knife guy. I was like, oh yeah. fuck, who is this guy? Yeah. And then and from Dust till Dawn and Machete, and then after that, he just started taking every role. Pop up in anything. Yeah, it'll be in a, it'll be like in a zombie movie where he's in there for five minutes and he's gone.
2: His head will be on a turtle and Breaking <laughs>
1: movie of the week is the 1992 film Split Seconds starring Rutger Hauer, Kim Control, and Alistair Duncan who goes by uh, Neil Duncan but he's He's like a, a voice actor guy. I didn't realize God, this.
0: big time! Yeah. So who many is, video games, so many of these cartoons. Games? Like who is he in Uncharted and Mass Effect? You know, I didn't look that up because I'm not oh. familiar with any of these games. So I that played, played those games, me. and I'm like, uh, let's do it right now. You yeah. guys keep talking. <laughs> 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 well, I
1: know he plays Alfred. I saw that in uh, oh, different Alfred Batman yeah. Um, okay, okay. cartoons. But yeah, I was surprised, and he's married to uh, Anna Gunn from Breaking Bad. Oh, Okay. So I was like, "Oh fuck!" There's all these connections like yeah. making today. Holy shit! Uh, this movie's about uh, in a flooded dystopian future London, Detective or Detective Stone hunts a serial killer who murdered his partner and has haunted him ever since. He soon discovers what he is hunting might not be human. Uh, this movie was directed by Tony Milam. He and also and another guy and an, and another guy, which I read he. Um, Ended up finishing the movie like the um, the, last, the end of the yeah, last yeah. like ten minutes of the film. He ended up directing just to help, not because the guy was fired, because he was exhausted from doing Something all this like, other yeah, stuff. Yeah, so yeah. He, he had to. You need a little help, which hey hey man, sure, sometimes you need help. You know, it's okay. And I believe he also did the movie The Burning, uh, <laughs> the old um, old slasher film with. Tom Savini did the special effects for, and oh, it was okay. cut up to shit. And then they re-released it with okay. all the, the uncut parts okay. in it. I've uh, seen that. I haven't
2: seen that since I was like fifteen or you, something. Yeah. You should
1: rewind. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's uh, some pretty good gore effects with um, uh, Tom Savini did, and there's a whole scene on like the the boat where people are getting slashed. Out. It was really cool. You check that one out. <laughs> all right, so um, we learned in the beginning through. Um, Just like a title scrawl that's London has flooded and uh, through like months long rain, and because of global warming, and this movie takes place in 2008, so they're only like eight years off of what's going on now. Because later on we hear that the United States is still balking at like at the climate change. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh fuck. So, scientists. What do so, they know? So good pick, Tyrell. This <laughs> this fits in perfectly with right. our, our culture today. Anytime you
2: can anytime there's a movie that's in the future that's the past, gotta watch it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right.
1: you gotta watch it. Well, like, did it did all this shit come true? You're like no no flying cars yet. The Cubs did win the World Series.
0: Mm-hmm. Open the seventh seal of hell.
1: It did, because right <laughs> after that, guess what happened? Uh so, so then what
0: Well, I was just gonna add that it's also polluted to the point that it's dark all the time right like,
1: it's, it's yeah. not. It, it looks like I always kind of pictured London anyway kind of is <laughs> wet right. all the time you're just like ah, the, seti-
2: the setting in this movie is the crow you know? yeah, yeah, yeah pretty much <laughs>
1: uh, in the beginning we get to meet uh, our character of Rutger Hauer which uh, Detective Stone we don't know his first name yet but we get to we learn <laughs> later on what his name is and yeah it's kind of silly um Actually, the name of this movie in Italy is called Detective Stone, which uh, this had different names, too, in different territories. We were talking about this earlier oh. before we w- started to record. Uh, this is also called Black Tide, which I think is that makes so a lot more sense. sense. <laughs> what is split
2: second? I don't I know, know what split really second get means. It. Yeah.
1: Uh, well, I, I think it's because this creature is gone within a split second, maybe. Okay. Because he's uh, so okay. quick. You know? I thought
2: maybe it had something to do with them being connected, like split...
1: Oh, because of that, well, there's a video game called Split Second, which I believe, no, actually it's called Second Sight. Never mind, that doesn't doesn't make sense. (laughs) Speaking
2: of video games. Second Sight would have been a good title. Yeah.
0: I just looked up uh, Alistair Duncan, Duncan, and it's a lot of, like, he does tons of different voices, like Mass Effect 2, Turian, Counselor, Anto, Captain Nerome, Kylan.
2: Oh, okay, so he's just like he's the guy like a who does
1: all the other of different voices. Uh, yeah. He has some mm-hmm. featured featured ones I, I saw in there, but yeah, a lot of them were Goon number seven. Or, yeah,
0: Marlo's Agents <laughs> in
2: Uncharted 3. I love <laughs> his character's name in this movie <laughs> uh, Dick Durkin. Dick, Dick, Dick. Durkin, yes. <laughs> so, awesome. Detec- so awesome.
1: Detective Dick Durkin. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: thought he was going to turn out to be evil at the end. I was so sure.
1: <laughs> mm, maybe, maybe not. But no, no he doesn't. <laughs> so we get to meet Rucker Hauer and he steps out of his apartment. And he's your typical 90s cop, you know, doesn't give a shit, smokes cigarettes and drinks coffee. And it looks gnarly. He hasn't showered in years. He eats, it looks like
2: uh, caramels or whatever. Yeah, he eats chocolates
0: oh, stuck to the fridge. Yeah,
1: he's <laughs> So yeah, his diet consists of cigarettes, coffee, and chocolates, <laughs> which is pretty much my dad's diet too. But he gave up drinking. But he gave up drinking yeah, though, he which did. my dad hasn't done. So <laughs> that's how that's different. <laughs> so um, uh, our detectives, our, yeah, Detective Stone goes to a nightclub, and we have no reason. No reason or explanation of why he's there. And we hear breathing sounds, and so there's a Jason out there somewhere uh, that we don't know about yet, because they're not really explaining anything, but Stone's there, and he's walking through water, because of course London's flooded, and it's disgusting and weird. And he enters this club, and it's with, uh, it's like one of those futuristic clubs from any movie, where it looks gnarly, and there's people, there's like rich guys there, and then there's like punkers, and... There's like yeah, there, mm-hmm. there's a nude scene, uh, piercings everywhere. So he walks into this kind of bar and he's looking for someone that you you don't know who it is yet. So he posts up an, an next to the phone and he calls someone. I don't recall who, but a girl asks him to watch the bathroom for her. And he's like, he doesn't even answer. He's like the hard boiled cop doesn't talk to you <laughs> kind of people. So she goes to the bathroom to powder her nose or poop. I don't know one of those things and she's attacked. And, um, Detective Stone goes into the bathroom and sees that this woman's heart has been ripped out. And that's when Detective Stone starts going apeshit, you know, he's just, like, pointing his gun at everyone in in the club. And I think he even actually calls the dog an asshole or something like that. (laughs) He does. Dickhead, dickhead, yeah. Yeah,
0: (laughs) and I thought, this doesn't make any sense because he says, you saw it, didn't you? You saw it. And then that part actually does tie in later. It does tie
1: in later, Mm -hmm. and yeah. not the dickhead part, but you no. Know.
0: But the talking to the dog like he can talk back to you.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and of course, you know we don't get to find who the perpetrator is. Uh, our next scene, we end up in the police station uh, because uh, Lieutenant Stone goes ape shit, looks for him, can't find, can't find him, and we, we get to meet some of the other characters. We get to meet his new partner, which is Detective Dick Durkin. <laughs> Uh he's which from is an, Oxford, right? Yeah, he's from Oxford. He's a <laughs> very very smart guy, uh psychologist. Um now he's a uh, a detective working with him. Uh, sort really of
2: your quintessential 80s 90s cop team up, like the badass and like the more buttoned down guy. Right, right yeah, mm-hmm. the, the, totally. the straight
1: arrows. Yeah, yeah. So it's not Tango and Cash at all, really. No, They're not, both kind of crazy in that. <laughs> and that movie's a lot cleaner too. Uh we meet the captain who is played by um what's his face I didn't write it down
0: Alan Armstrong right
1: yeah he's in Crawl yeah <laughs> he's in uh, Bravehearts yep uh, pretty famous British British actor um, then we get to meet Pete Pothiswaite who's in this movie too the late Pete Uh I think he probably filmed this around the same time he did Alien 3 yeah I just
2: uh, watched that the other day I love that movie
1: you like Alien 3 oh, people yeah. hate yeah. Alien 3
2: people are crazy
1: See, uh, well, with Alien Three, did you watch the uh, extended cut? Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. See, you gotta watch the extended it's cut. It makes a lot more sense. It's, it's better. Out. Like He's the character, great de- in it. he is man. The character development is so much better. You get to happen. You get to see what happens to certain characters that just disappear. Right. So that, yeah, check it out. And I think I was really glad
2: screwed. he was in this. And like watching it again, I was like, oh, that's fucking him. You know, I can't remember his name. And like I like that they, they there's another actor in the movie who's like you know maybe not Richard Hauer good but can be in a scene with him a lot of right. times when you have a movie especially like a Rutger Hauer movie, it's low budget. All the other actors are pretty bad. Terrible. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, we get to meet him, Pete Um and we also get <laughs> this is like a smaller character in this movie, but we're pretty sure it's the dude who played Socrates in Bill and oh, Ted's Excellent Adventure. Sure. It I'm is him. him. Yeah, oh, yeah. It <laughs>
2: definitely
1: him. He's the uh, the armory guy.
2: Oh. And he plays so. You're right. Yeah, <laughs> it is
1: Socrates. <laughs> That's what you had Jessalyn last night I was like, Is that Socrates? <laughs> like, Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, good. Oh, we get man. to meet Socrates. And uh, after, you know, you usually have that scene in, in detective movies where the, 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 the captain chews him out, You've got a new partner, kind of thing. <laughs> That's what this scene is pretty much about. You've been ch- and we get to find that uh, Rutger Hauer has been chasing this guy around for five years now because he killed his partner. so that's why he's chasing him around.
0: But he'd also been suspended. I just thought this was interesting. interesting. He'd been suspended. He goes nuts at a club. And then they reinstate
2: him. Give his gun back. Yeah. Let him go away, hey. back out. It's
1: right. 90s 2008 cops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, he gets a package soon after that. It's like a cold case. You know, um, I get these where I work in a hospital. And it's... It's probably <laughs> we, the same. Thing, it, it, probably, it might have been. Yeah, it's like the steel case and like it's really cold and and the first record. I was like, don't open it. You know, he's looking all gnarly. Oh, don't open it. And Pete Pothos way. It's like ah, oh, it feels like beers in here or whatever. It's cold. <laughs> so we get to open it up and it's a heart in there. So we get to learn that this person or, or creature, or whoever, whomever is killing these people, has it out for Detective Stone. Um, and he'd also maybe, taken
2: a big bite, yeah, out right, heart. bite yeah. out of the heart with mm-hmm. his,
1: so he can match the teeth. And is marks. it the, yeah, mm-hmm.
2: is it the somebody, like the chief, or somebody's like, get teeth prints from this right <laughs> now, <laughs> like it's gonna change in five minutes. Or... And
1: I also made a joke last night too that this was a cold case. So. Oh yes,
2: did. Uh,
0: dad
1: it's... jokes come alive. Good singer. <laughs> <laughs> you laughing, dude. I did. <laughs> I think you laughed at me, not with me. On <laughs> a little bit of
0: calm bit.
1: Uh After that, we get, you know, the camaraderie between um, Stone and, and Durkin. Durbin. Where's Durkin or Dur- Durkin? Durkin? Durkin. Dick Durkin. <laughs> I'm thinking about Dick Durbin. I'm getting confused with the senator here right. in Illinois. Right. Uh, him and Durkin do their whole thing, you know, the, the, the new cop or the new partner is getting shit on, you know, your, your usual tropes, right? Uh, then our second victim comes in, same kind of thing, you know, the heart's been ripped out. Uh, my favorite part of this scene, though, is that uh, I think the elevator's out in this <laughs> in this apartment and Detective Stone is like having like, that's all he does is smoke and drink coffee. He's like, how many floors, what floor did you say this thing was on? And he's like, uh, the fourth floor? And he's all out of breath on like the second or third. <laughs> it's like watching a movie where like the... They wrote a movie about my dad, in a way. <laughs> and they put it on screen, and they're like, oh, let's put an alien in here, too, and make him a detective. Spoilers! <laughs> oh, man. But, oh, we don't even know if it's an alien. No. Nah. Uh, so our second victim, same thing, but this time there's writing on the ceiling. Uh, this tall ceiling, and there's, like, looked like satanic kind of writing, or, or something not a, a language that I or anyone else knows. And Detective Stone is like, well got to be a pretty tall guy to do this, you know, and, you know, doing their whole detective spiel shit. And Rutger Hauer ends up stealing his keys, uh, the te- detective's keys, while leaving the place so he can't follow him, and we get to see where he goes, and he... No, actually, before they leave, there's another good scene of how filthy this place is. It's a, uh, it's like a cleanup scene in in the uh, the police station. Mm. And, like, Rucker Hauer is brushing his teeth, you know, oh, and, God. and the detective's talking to him, and, he like, he spits, and, and to gargle, or to, like, clean his mouth out, he grabs a cup of coffee, uh, <laughs> and he drinks it, and spits it out.
0: They already have a huge problem with mucus. That's the one thing that really grosses
1: me out. I think I looked away. <laughs> so, uh, I'm just going to state right now, it's probably my favorite part of the movie, is just how they put that scene together. I mean, he's smoking in so <laughs> It's
2: the little things.
1: It <laughs> is the little things, the little character development Ticks that really get you right. invested. So after the whole clean up and coffee rinse and everything, and um, you get to see that he's carrying around these these molds of teeth. That he, you know, he actually just keeps pulling things out of his jacket like he's a character from Looney Tunes. So you, you'll he's see got a big jacket. He does, so and everyone everyone has like a big jacket in this movie too. And yeah, he's got these big, huge teeth, you know. Um, So then, that's um, after that scene, we get to uh, there's a mortuary or more. What, what, what do you call those those places where they they the is it? No, it's not a morgue. It's where they bury people, but they're in like drawers. Oh, it's <laughs> a mausoleum. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Ma- it's one of those. And I guess uh, he goes to say you know give his condolences, I guess, to his partner who died a long time ago. And we get to finally meet Kim Cattrall, who plays Michelle. Uh, this is way before Sex in the City, but right... No, not right after, but then after Big Trouble in Little China. So I guess, um...
2: That's it, a, a vintage Kim it control.
1: It is a vintage mm-hmm. Kim but control. It, and actually, Jessalyn thought she was wearing a wig through the movie. I
2: still do.
0: It was just really on there. No, it's it, it not as... Totally she took a shower there. with that on. It was, they
2: glued it or something. Uh, That's uh, not real hair. It looks pretty weird. It's a strange haircut. <laughs> yeah. It is. Yeah. It's a future haircut. I oh, 2008 haircut. Yeah. No.
1: <laughs> then um, they have their thing. We don't really know what their relationship is. We both, but we both know that they knew his partner, but not in what capacity exactly. Mm-hmm. We don't get to learn that just yet. Uh, so after that whole thing, Rucker Howard says, I haven't slept in like four days. I'm trying to track this killer still. Uh, King Patrol's like, hey, why don't you go back, you know, why don't you get some sleep, let's go back to your place. And we get to go back to Rucker Howard's place, Ugh. which is fucking filthy, man. <laughs> There's, uh, the it's like...
2: She's like, let's open a window, he's like, the windows don't work. <laughs> yeah.
0: He says the windows are broken, pro- and I actually couldn't stop thinking about that. <laughs> I know, I you're... Like going, Like they're locked shut or what do you mean they're broken? So are we getting a breeze or aren't we? I think it's akin
1: to the line in Return of the Living Dead where suicide, they're in the rain and they get in a suicide's car and they're like, roll up the windows. He's like, man, I can't. I busted all of them.
0: (laughs) But that would make sense in a car. Like, okay, you can't roll them up again. What do you mean they're broken in your house?
1: So then he cracks the door open when... Like, the door that goes to nowhere. Who knows? (laughs) It's not even the door that they got in. But who who knows? So she gets some air, and they have their nice little moment together. Um, He takes a nap, finally. um, Eats some more chocolate. So we get to see his his refrigerator. It's pretty disgusting. He has a
2: motorcycle in his house. Yeah.
1: And he does have Mm -hmm. a motorcycle. He has a Harley Davidson in it. Like, a pristine... That's, like, the the cleanest thing in this movie is the Harley Davidson. Which I thought would come back into the movie once... Well, twice again, because it does come back in, but not really... I thought there would be a scene in the movie where he's riding a Harley, blasting the oh, bad guy, bad but ass, that never happened. But yeah. so don't get too invested in the Harley Davidson in this movie. <laughs> and yeah, um, then he wakes up and Kim Cattrall passes out at his place, and he eats some donuts or chocolates or whatever. And uh, this is isn't this a is, is part two where he, he he's out of coffee? But then he sees like a half drink cup with a cigarette the button cigarette in it. Cigarette butts in it. <laughs> and he drinks one. Grossing you up the <laughs> time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. really. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and the chocolates from the side of the fridge, I could not <laughs>
2: with
1: those either. <laughs> <laughs> um, during this whole time the, the captain of the police told his partner to follow him throughout, so we get to see Dick hanging out and doing some tai chi on his car
2: he's so cool it, 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 the character's love, pretty cool because he's like he's like he's actually adding a lot of like stuff to because like yeah. rica power's not thinking about all these like signs mm-hmm. and horoscopes he's like i don't fucking know and yeah he's yeah. like talking about it, and he's like yes i ran five miles today and and then i had sex and then i read a book after sex yeah he's like <laughs> do you have right.
1: sex every day and like yes <laughs> but which is cool though uh they cut the scene out because he wasn't lying about this. Because there's a scene in this movie that was cut of them actually going to his apartment and meeting his wife. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yeah, they cut that whole scene out. Like why? I you gotta know, pacing, monsters, I guess. Yeah. Got <laughs> to get some to keep ter- this
0: terrible movie at an hour and thirty. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so now we know how you feel about it. <laughs> Uh, so we get to meet a little bit more uh, about Dakin. I mean, we get to meet he fucks every day and has a wife and everything. And we kind of think he's lying throughout it, but he actually wasn't. Um, <clears throat> they go out and have some breakfast together, even though it's dark out because there's never any sun anymore. Mm-hmm. So they go to a bar for breakfast, which sometimes bar breakfast is pretty fucking good. That Irish
0: and, <laughs> breakfast looked amazing. They look good.
1: Rucker Howard totally pigs out. <laughs> And that's where they start going through the whole like horoscope thing and Scorpio and why he's choosing you to fuck with and everything. And um, all of a sudden, we get an intruder into Michelle's, or Kim Control's, uh, well, not her apartment, Rucker apartment building. Um, he creeps in there, and they keep cutting in scene to scene uh, between those scenes of the bar scene of them talking about the killer and someone hunting Kim Control. And then it's where we get a nice gratuitous breast shot of king control which i don't i don't can't pick a movie where she was nude before it Fine. might have been one before yeah, this is her first nude. this might have been her first one she i mean she might not have gotten too much work after big trouble in china and was like hey split second or whatever the <laughs> black tide or whatever this movie was called before but anyway um uh they get a call over the scanner that's um Someone there's an intruder in Rucker Howard's building. It's like, oh fuck, Michelle's there, and they run back and they find out it's not her. Although she screams really loud, and, <laughs> twice. And they, she screams loud twice, and she's like, they bust in and she's still in the shower, and she's like, oh, what are you doing in here? And they're like, we heard you scream. She's like, yeah, the water got cold. The water oh,
0: got man. cold. I was like, Is that
2: that's how like, you react when yeah, was like, was something cold. like like it's just like that was that was so stupid because it's like if it was a short scream like ah. Yeah. Right. But it wasn't. She was like, ah, yeah. freaking out, yeah. losing <laughs> her mind. It's like she couldn't
1: matrix herself around the it water. It would have been better
2: the... if she was like, if the shower was disgusting or something. Yeah. yeah I mean, I'm it sure been. it was. Oh, mm-hmm. like, she was like, oh you, this place is so gross. You know, like, that would have been a better joke. I <laughs> You're think.
1: right. Yeah. know. Yeah. I mean, oh just, well. <laughs> on My remake. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah a remake a split lot second. Of <laughs> <in> this movie. <laughs> I heard there were a lot of. Re- I read that there were a lot of rewrites on. Well, not. The core story is pretty much the same, but I'm sure they rewrote a few of the things. Mm. Um, but I think it came out fine. I think it's kind of a mess, so that makes <laughs> a lot of sense. <laughs> uh, so the monster isn't attacking Michelle, though. He's attacking another apartment resident, but doesn't get the heart out of this person because mm. Rucker Hauer breaks in right before and there's a fucking weird shotgun battle where mm-hmm. you know, the only thing you see is like Rucker Hauer shooting... And then him jumping over shit, and yeah, him yeah. shooting some more. You don't see the person he's shooting at, other but you, just
2: the, the, you see the it's a thing. that's shooting a shotgun,
1: right? Yeah, they're yeah, yeah. yeah they're shooting shotguns at each right, other, yeah.
2: <laughs> which is crazy. Like, well, I mean, well, maybe we'll talk about that
1: later. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about sho- we'll definitely talk about shotguns later in this movie because there's the best shotgun <laughs> I've ever oh, seen in so my life. Fucking cool. <laughs> so yeah, we get a third victim, um, and then we get to find out that. Who whomever is like wounded by this this person or creature ends up getting kind of like these psychic powers a little bit or like these feelings that they know that this entity is around. Uh, so Kim Cattrall actually gets bitten because the monster gets away of course because this monster is really really quick. Uh, they kind of explain that in a flashback scene with, with um, how Rucker Howard's p- partner dies. They're like underground London, it's all flooded, and this monster takes his partner. And then scratches him, and you get to see Rucker Howard's big scar he has from the, the scratch he got from him. Uh, so we go back to the precinct after that, and they still haven't, you know, fired <laughs> Detective Stone yet. Um, and then they find, they're like, well, they still haven't taken the heart. We have that body in the morgue. Oh shit, the monster's here in, in the police station. So they go down to the morgue. There's a bunch of just dead bodies, just... You know.
0: Suspended from the ceiling. Yeah. It's, it's like a floor. meat worker.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was. It was like <laughs> London, come on. London.
2: Maybe it's because <laughs> of the water on
1: I don't think yeah. like they're putting them on the floor, though. Or yeah. what, to drain them out, maybe? Or yeah, they're flooded? Man, or... It's pretty weird. So there's a nice little morgue fight where they're blasting this guy going back and forth. Of course, the, the monster doesn't get hit because he's really quick. Well, again,
2: and they don't show it very much. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, it's they like don't. Quick, like you see something run behind a tarp or something.
1: Which I think really, I think it works for yeah. this movie because yeah. the character, the monster is so quick. Right. Now, if it were something else, then they should have shown the monster maybe forty-five minutes till the end. As opposed to the last like ten. Well, minutes. also
2: plays up that you're like he's just crazy or something. You know?
1: Yeah. Like, See, you know? know, I never really felt that connection though.
2: Well, not that I thought he was crazy, but that other people would not be believing, right? Know? Oh, but just mm-hmm. like characters in the movie, right? Okay. Right. I got gotcha. you. Right, yeah. Uh,
1: so after that, our, our friend here, uh, Mr. Durbin Durkin 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 Durkin, Durkin. <laughs>
2: he comes. He he sees Jesus. You know. He does. He sees the
1: light, <laughs> and then he wants bigger guns. And that's all he can say for the next five minutes, we had bigger guns, right? And it's like it's like they they kept doing the bigger boat part even more in Jaws. They're like, We need bigger guns, we had bigger guns. So they end up getting these bigger guns from Socrates. And they're these like automatic six hundred and fifty round a minute shotguns. They're
2: like Gatling gun shotguns. Yeah, yeah
1: like little mini guns. It's, it's like it,
2: the coolest weapon. It is you never see. it in a show Infinity has
0: that thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, get my hands Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs>
1: so they get their big guns, and they go back to Rucker Hauer's apartment for some reason. I even forgot Why? And Durkin starts hanging out in the Harley Davidson because he he has, he has his first taste of blood. He's finally had some coffee, smoking, <laughs> s- yeah, drinking having coffee. some cigs. Yeah, <laughs> Stone's like, "You want some coffee?" <laughs> like, dude, don't drink coffee from that guy. <laughs> he just drank one of the cigarette he? <laughs> and, and he has like this big water jug too that he has, and then he pours like the fresh water. Oh, right. And I don't know, did you miss that part. <laughs> you yeah. miss that part. You're probably you're grossed <laughs> out I'm by everything right. in there. <laughs> and he starts making coffee, and then the bathroom starts to flood and before that even Rucker Hauer opens up his fridge and it's even more disgusting than it was before and we get to see that there's a heart in there so we know that of course once again that this this uh, monster that we now know that it is is fucking with Detective Stone which I kind of like it kind of reminds me of like Predator 2 in a, in a while mm. actually this movie reminds me of a mixture of I Come in Peace and Predator 2 yeah
2: yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. I can see that
1: um, I heard you're a big fan of I Come in Peace. Oh, I love I Come in Peace. <laughs> Those two movies so much.
2: Both are much better than this one. <laughs> this, is, this is definitely not as good as I Come in Peace. But, oh no! Uh, oh no! Yeah, it's very similar. I mean, even yeah. the dynamic between the cops and like mm-hmm. the, the confusion and like oh man, I could talk for hours about I Come in Peace. I have an I Come in Peace comic book. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh wow! Oh yeah,
1: yeah. Actually, you know, uh, our mutual friend of ours, uh, David, he was he telling me about. Me. Yeah, he was yeah. telling me about that today. <laughs> <Yeah. so> <laughs> He's like, yeah, I found it. He's like. He was blown away. I, oh, it? Man. I, I love, love it. it. <laughs> Dark angel. Dark. Yep. <laughs> um, and then after we see the heart in the fridge, we see the, the water coming out of the bathroom. It's Michelle. She saw the heart first, and then went and took a bath and just couldn't get the. the Filth off of her from touching the heart. She know? spends
2: a lot of time in the shower. Yeah. She does
1: she does? I mean, I'm not complaining, but yeah, I am yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, because of that. If the, it's totally your right to show your boobs if you want to, it's that you would pair him, pair her up with Rudger Hauer, who's like 24 years older than she is.
1: But we get plus to... he's
0: disgusting in this movie. But well,
1: we do get to find out what their relationship is too with the Pete Postlewaite character yeah. because Pete Postlewaite is not a fan of, of Detective Stone. And we find out it is because uh, Ruckerhauer's partner uh, was actually his best friend and that Michelle, Kim Cattrall, was actually the wife of his partner. Mm -hmm. But after he died, she and Detective Stone actually ended up hooking up together, but he ends up leaving her. So, yeah, it's... And I think he
2: blames Ruckerhauer because he was, like, an alcoholic or something. Right, and that's why he quit Mm -hmm.
1: drinking. Um, So he consoles her and then... um, they start to figure out the cycle a bit more. Um, and then uh, Dick was like, hey, I'm not going to stick around here. Why don't you hang with your lady? And he goes and hangs out in his Jeep again. <laughs> and then he, <laughs> like the, the the bad guy captures him and hog ties him yeah. in the back of his car. Because Rucker <laughs> Hauer goes and chases after him. He's like, oh, something's wrong with Dick. He drove off and <laughs> running through the puddles seeing homeless people. And he finds him in the back of the car and he's got a big, kind of like a... I don't even it's know. like an astrological symbol. Yeah, yeah. on his chest. <laughs> like
2: carved into it? In, it's carving, gruesome, man. It is, yeah. yeah. He's like, you don't know what it is
1: at first. I thought he like implanted an alien in him because he's like, oh, my fucking chest. But he, he just like took his time and carved some shit like into him. Maybe he's fast at carving because he's quick at everything else, so might as well. <clears
2: yeah. <clears <throat> sharp
1: fingers. And of course, while his partner's away, Michelle is kidnapped and taken to underground London. Which has, of course, flooded and is just smelly. And we get to see, like, the trains and everything that doesn't work anymore. And we get to meet the guy. Uh, what's his name from, uh, like, Sleepaway, Sleepaway Camp 3 and the Scrooged?
0: His name is Herman in both of those <clears throat> movies. Oh, shit. Yeah. And I Come in pieces, Boner. Boner! Yes. And, and Boner. And yeah, I wrote down Dark Angel, but I knew it was I Come in pieces.
1: And Tango and Cash, too, I believe he's in. Yep. <laughs> yep. Tango <laughs> and Cash, Tangling coming Cash. back.
2: Man, he's in like all the buddy cop movies.
0: He's in a but I mean he's a guy at a place when it comes to character acting. He's, he's done awesome. a lot. He's stuff. usually he's playing pool working. or at a bar. He has like two or three movies that are in post production right now. <laughs> <laughs> so happy.
2: Yeah for him. Yeah. Good for him. I love Michael J. Pollard, right? That's great. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> so uh, we know that's where the, the bad guy went, so of course they have to go there and they're down in the tunnels, and they have their last fight, and we finally get to see the bad guy in this movie, and he's, like, a cross between Venom and, uh, the, the guy, the scary guy from American Horror Story, kind of, or, like, the guy... It reminds of, me
2: of, like, um, yeah, like, Venom and, like, Judge Death. Yeah, because the eye know? thing he has yeah, in the yeah, teeth, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, like, um, yeah, like, uh, uh... Like something from an Apex Twin video. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: Just yeah. some weird leathery kind of, yeah, very like long armed person, you know. Right. Just, uh, he has like
2: these crazy like, uh, like claw hands. Yeah, he's That have he's like long. a point and then like a hook. Yeah. Right, I guess is right. good for ripping hearts. Good, out. Yeah, yeah, it's a good
1: you know mm-hmm. heart scooping tool in right. his hands. Those yeah, it's
2: like think thought... a visor.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and the, the visor was confusing to me. Yeah. The hands I thought actually looked kind of cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The visor was a little, but it does make you think of Judge Death though yeah. from uh, mm-hmm. Judge Dread.
2: Yeah. Which would make sense.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, well, it's London. a London production.
2: a yeah. big deal over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Uh, and then they have their big fight out, and of course, everyone lives and they escape and that's pretty but
2: the, 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 the so there's good and bad in that last fight alright yeah I
1: want you to I, this so, is your movie I want you to kind well, of go into mean, the, so the thing
2: I like about that last fight is that like um, you know they get to shoot those shotguns yes Which the shotguns awesome. and then there's like that weird part it doesn't it's not good like it doesn't look good <laughs> but it's cool where he like reaches up in the, through the subway car and Kim controls running on the top, and his hands is like going down. Like right, like, yeah, the, yeah, like chasing
1: <laughs> her. Like a shark fin coming. <laughs>
2: but the best part is like the the way they kill him. So they electrocute. Well, first they blow him up with grenades. Right. And then they electrocute him. Right. And then Ritgerhauer Kung Fu rips his heart out. <laughs> like, oh awesome. yes. He's like out of nowhere, he's just like, yeah. And he rips his heart out. And then they blast him to smithereens with the shotguns, and then he shoots his heart, which is still beating. Yeah, that, yeah, that was a, <laughs> so cool. Out of his I, hand. Yeah. I was laughing was so for a cool. couple
1: minutes on that one, because he's like, what did he say? Time's up or something yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah, something like, yeah, that. I was
2: disappointed. In
1: it, it could have been a said. better line he yeah. used at the end. But I was like, that's back. the
2: same thing that happens in *Dust Till Dawn. You know, they rip the guy's heart out and, and they stab s- it. And he stabs <laughs> it with a pencil. Like, <laughs> oh, man, that's so cool. I love that part. And you finally get to see the monster. There's good and bad about the monster. Yes, there is. Uh, it's a Stephen Norrington design?
1: Yeah, he uh, did directed Blade, the directed first Blade.
2: Blade oh, okay. and uh, Death Machine. Death Machine. Uh, oh, one of I... my favorite movies is The Last Minute, which is quintessential viewing for any artist. Uh, and then, unfortunately, he made League of Extraordinary Gentlemen and mm. was never seen again. Were you a fan <laughs> yeah. of that
1: comic at all? Which one? League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah,
2: the comic's great. Yeah, yeah.
1: See, I never read the comic, I just saw the movie, and I thought, I didn't think the movie was great. I mean, I. The movie is bad. The movie is yeah. bad. Yeah. But it's one of those bad movies I can watch, though. Right. I kind of enjoy it. I didn't
0: think it was, like, really yeah. like, bad. I mean, like, I know those two movies are different, but right. yeah.
1: And it's Sean Connery's last movie, I want to say. Yeah. Before yeah. he retired. Because like, he did that movie. He was like, fuck this. That's exactly yeah. what happened.
2: But he I decided I like, to retire. I like it. Norrington. And I think mm-hmm. it's an interesting design. There's obviously budget limitations on yes. the movie, I think. Yes. And, like, obviously they kind of rush some things at the end. Mm-hmm. and You know, but I like the design. And I think Norrington, you know, Blade 1 is awesome. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I think what I like about this movie is, like, it's, Richard Hauer is just his, he's the same character he plays in Wanted Dead or Alive, I think, have you guys seen that? No, I haven't you, seen that one. That one, he's a badass cop. The bad guy in that one is Gene Simmons. It's a very, very Interesting. good Interesting. Oh, yeah, man, yeah. He
1: usually plays a bad guy, Gene Simmons. Yeah, he's in Runaways, Runaway. Runaway, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, But yeah, I think, uh, I think Ritker Hauer being tough never gets old to me. No, it doesn't, I like man. I I actually like the dynamic between him and Durkin because, like, Ripker Howard doesn't really figure anything out. He's sort of just, like, lost. He's like, I don't know, I feel things. And the other guy's, like, explaining everything. He's like, well, this could be why he's doing this, and this is what serial killers do, and you're probably psychic. And he's, like, actually adding something. yes. A lot of times the nerdy guy is, like, not very useful until they have to, like, do math or something. Yeah, he
1: just kind of gets in the way.
2: Right, and he's, like, he's, like, Dick Durkin. And then I love at the end, he's like talking about it like they're in a comic book adventure. You know, like the adventures of Dick Dur- Dick Durbin <laughs> and, like, and like Stone. Like he acknowledges or... that his name is a comic book name. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of self-aware in some ways. I mean, it's not a good movie, but it's like one of those movies that I love because you're just never going to see anything like it again. You know, flooded London. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zodiac Killer, who's actually... A demon or, or st- alien who Station the fuck alien. knows we yeah. never know what it is you never know what he is with Ripker Hauer like when are you ever going to see something like this again mm-hmm. exactly um, but I was reading a little bit about it too and, and 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 I guess it was like a regular movie at first about like a Zodiac type killer yeah. but it was too close to the first power right like, I read uh, that too the Diamond Phillips movie mm-hmm. yeah. which is pretty okay uh, I mean it has been a while it's since Lou. I've seen <laughs> it but, I mean I love it's Lou, Lou you know but yeah I mean then they're like it's just crazy to me that it started off as like a crime movie, and mm-hmm. they're like, well, why don't we put it in a post-environmental catastrophe London, and we'll make it like a demon alien. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's where it takes a hard <laughs> left. What <Yeah. laughs> if it had just been produced as like a serial killer movie? Like the first Power, nobody like, remembers that one either. No, no one remembers and that one. And it doesn't movie. have a lot of redeeming qualities, because it is just pretty much like, okay, well, this guy is kind of supernatural. Mm. but this one's got like gore it's got goofy lines it's got giant shotguns it's got Ritter Hauer right. you know it's got Dick Durkin
1: Dick Durkin Kim, uh, Kim Cattrall great right?
2: any, mm-hmm. any old Kim Cattrall prior yeah. to yeah. Section and the City mm-hmm. I'm into it you know um, right Absolutely. so I mean it's not a great movie but it is one of those ones that I feel like if you're into like low budget action sci-fi horror it's just like there's always these these movies that you're like you know that you miss, right? Yeah. And you're like that. That one, yeah. This is right. one I missed. Yeah, and you're like <laughs> hungry for a new kind of like, something that you maybe missed. That's unique. And mm-hmm. to me, this one feels unique. It's kind of, actually, most of Rickerhauer's Howard's low-budget movies, I feel, are kind of unique. Is it great? No. No it's, no. it's got like, it's just so cliche. And, yeah, like, it is. But it's supposed
1: to be though. Right, right. They, Everything they put in that movie is supposed to be that Right.
2: And they take it to just the crazy level of like, his apartment is disgusting. Yeah. yeah. He brushes his teeth and then gargles like coffee. Yeah. It's like <laughs> it like takes it one step further than Cobra. Like, right. Cobra's just like, well, I <laughs> have pizza, but it's
1: cold. Yeah. You know? oh, this guy's it's like, well, I chocolate and I gargle <laughs> with coffee. You know? And just when he puts the chocolates on the refrigerator, the only thing I think was like, dude, he hasn't cleaned the rest of his apartment. What no. makes you think he cleaned his fucking fridge? You're know, like, what? <laughs> Trial ate one. Yeah, she why? Like, no.
0: oh
2: <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe she's into like maybe she has like a weird <clears throat> fetish for Dirt gross. Fetish, yeah. yeah. <laughs> disgusting people. But I don't know. You you guys didn't you kind of like you hated it. I don't know.
1: Uh, guys... Well, I'll I'll let you start cuz I got a lot to say.
2: I mean,
0: I had a good time, but at the movie's expense, I, had a
1: good time. So, I don't know. Are it's you a fun. fan of Rucker Hauer at all?
0: Yeah, I Are... love Rucker Howard. I think he's the best part of Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. The best line in Blade Runner he mm-hmm. made up. I think mm-hmm. he's brilliant. Yeah. yeah. He's
1: How about Blind Fury? We did did Blind Fury I already talked about my feelings
0: (laughs) It's a white samurai movie It's Zatoichi with Richard Howard Pretty
1: much, yeah Yeah. Yeah. Uh, This movie, I remember specifically seeing it on the store shelves Yes Yes, and this I would, cover. I, that same cover yeah. that uh, that will be on here.
2: I do
0: remember the cover, yeah.
1: And I remember passing it by all the time. It was this movie, and it was this other Mark Hamill movie that came around the same time. I forgot the name of it, though. Was it Guyver? No, it wasn't the Guyver. Oh, okay. I, I actually saw that one when it came okay. out. It was another one with him. He's on the cover, and he's got the mustache and everything. Right. And I forgot the name of it. I'm sure I'll remember. But anyway, I remember seeing this, and I never got it. And, and I... Then you brought it up. I was like, oh, fuck, okay, good. A perfect time to watch this film. It, um, yeah, it's
2: definitely one where I remember seeing it on the video store and being like, oh, that's fucking badass, man. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, that's the guy from, you know, Blind Fury Blind and Blade Fear. Runner. i got to <laughs> see this, you know?
1: uh, Another thing, uh, well, before that, I believe Kim Cattrall was nude in Porky's. So...
2: I... Don't remember Porky's at all. I don't remember I don't much of Porky's I've ever either. Seen
1: it and I don't, yeah. Can't it's... go back now. No, you can't go back. <laughs> yeah. But that was a high-grossing movie, though. I mean, there's a yeah. video game about it too. But, but anyway, uh, going back to the movie itself, uh, I did like this movie. Um, yeah, it's cliche with a lot of this stuff. Oh uh, I think I'm gonna give it a B minus through everything. Even though there's not that many kills, there's only four. That's I mean, including kills, them though. but they're gory. Yeah, they're, there's some. Pretty good uh, practical effects in Did here. You see
2: that one of the there's a metal band that used the woman's chest ripped open. As yeah, cover? I, I read about that too. It was
1: some like some Norwegian metal band oh, or something. Oh man, <laughs> that's
0: great. I just think. I... We just did The Hidden. That was the last movie that we did, oh. uh-huh. which is kind of the same premise. Pretty much, yeah. it's so much better really than this. The Hidden a really good. Yeah. yeah. That's a that's,
1: good movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Man, you didn't even, I mean, you're not even a fan of that movie, though, too, so this must be no, a rate lower. No, and now
0: I feel like I should give The Hidden another chance I
2: saw this. <laughs> <laughs> the Hidden, too, not so much.
1: See, yeah. I've never seen that, and I don't nice. even know if it's available, yeah. is it?
2: Uh, I mean... Somewhere, probably. Because I remember hidden as the what's the name of, uh, Kyle McLaughlin. Lo- Kyle McLaughlin, Lo- yep. right? mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Because yeah. I remember loving the hidden when I first saw it. Then I had this like Leonard Maltin 1992 Dictionary of Movies, and I remember like I used to just I I used to get attention a lot. And I remember I used <laughs> to, just to read the book, and I saw it was there was hidden then hidden two, and I was like oh fuck there's a hidden two, and then I saw that the his ratings were. Like five stars to Turkey, and there was a turkey <laughs> next to it, and I was like, "Oh no!" I'm like, "Oh well, I guess I'll never see it." Which I mean,
2: you should watch it. I mean, no. <laughs> I mean, now that you've said that, you should watch it. I should watch it now. Yeah. I have to find it first. I mean, though. there's a lot of Rucker Howard movies you should see first.
1: But, yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I have not seen all the Rucker Howard movies. I've seen yes. quite so a many. few. Yeah. Oh, he's awesome, though. He's mm-hmm. the best man. Uh, Jessalyn, what's your grade for this one?
0: D. Solid D.
1: Solid D. It's a mess. (laughs) (laughs) Was there
2: any redeeming qualities for
0: you? Riker Hauer and Kim Cattrall, sure. Pete Postlewaite. Postlewaite? I guess I don't know how to say his name. He's always good.
1: Pete Postlewaite?
0: Yeah. Whatever. The priest from Romeo and Juliet. That's how I know him. Um, But yeah, no, I think it's a mess. I think... um, you're looking, at the very beginning, you think it's going to be this sophisticated serial killer because they, he sends this icebox suitcase, and that is not at all. And it's not as though it's a surprise, it's just stupid well and that's They the rewrote weird... it. And, right, yeah. that's the
2: weird thing too, is like, it, it's like, there's things that obviously scenes that were written without accounting for what the creature looked yeah. like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're like, can you picture this creature, like, putting a heart in there, putting, like, oh, the the it. Yeah. or, like, yeah. shooting a shotgun? You're like, how are you shooting a shotgun? His fingers are, like, ten inches long. Yeah, it's stuff that's, like, like, when I was rewatching, I was like, oh, shit, is he laying them out with a shotgun right now? Yeah. Is weird. Like, how yeah. are they doing that?
1: Yeah, it's,
2: it's definitely reeks of, like, last-minute changes. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. what I
0: mean when I say it's a mess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah.
1: Well, this movie is a one liner mayhem also. There's there's a lot of one liners <laughs> in this one. Which I mean you can't shit on. I mean people love fucking Arnold. Right. Why can't Rutger Hauer have some I think one-liners? everybody
2: wanted to have those those one liners? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I would say you guys should watch One and Dead or Alive because it's a better movie and okay. it's Rutger Hauer being a badass. Okay. And it's got Gene Simmons in it. Um, it's basically him in black leather coat walking around with a shotgun. Sold already. Guys. I mean, it's it's uh, it's his cool. I'll cobra. take it out. It's <laughs> his,
1: his cool yeah. Do you think there are any Rucker Howard podcasts out there? Oh man, there should be. Because That's at least a hundred episodes I right there. Be. I should start yeah. One. Dude, <laughs> if you start, start a Rucker Hauer, I want to be in. There. I want yeah. in, man. we totally guessed on your Rucker Howard. Yeah. <laughs> <line. laughs> there's so many possibilities. Yeah. Oh, hey, you could do like the. the fucking Batman movies in there. You got just tons of shit. Blade Runner, Flying Fury, of course. Blood of
2: Heroes, one of my personal favorites. A lot
1: of Heroes. Oh, man, there's just, there's so many. The Hitcher. The Hitcher. That's, you <laughs> know, Hitcher. actually, um, that's the first movie I ever saw Rutger Howard in was when so I saw good The Hitcher. Okay.
2: Yeah, I'll swing by is. for
0: Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. Ah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll it's really my
1: funny in that. podcast. yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Tyrell. Uh, do you have a letter grade or, or? Uh,
2: well, I hadn't thought about it. I mean, I think your B minus is probably pretty generous. Mm-hmm. I would probably go around there. Um, I, it, for Richard Hauer movies, I would give it like a, like a C. Okay. <laughs> for, for, for like, for like. Uh, bad horror straight-to-video movies, I would give it a, a B or a B minus.
1: Because it's not... Well, you know what? It actually wasn't a straight-to-video movie. Well, oh yeah, thing. right. It was like... Um, yeah. I read that it was released during the L.A. riots, right. and then it got, like, no promotion oh, at all. Right, And right. I mean, that dominated the news and everything, and people didn't go out. So, yeah, I mean, that sucks for Rucker Howard, I and mean, this is a starring vehicle for him, you know, or uh, that's going to be another big screen. But it kind of just got... Shafted.
2: He's had such a weird career, you know. Yes, really man. Weird
1: I would love to meet him. What, oh, would, you, yeah, what would you say to him if you ever met I Rutger? Would just, I would just uh, quote something from the place <laughs> <laughs> You have <laughs> to do. I can imagine that everyone who meets oh, yeah. Rutger mm-hmm. has
2: yeah. oh, that like. quote. To him. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I I, I just think he's a uh, he's a great actor. Yeah, does he always is. Pick great vehicles. No, yeah. he doesn't. Um, but. but I like his weird his weird vehicles. I like the ones like eighties, nineties where there was a lot of video market, you know, so you got things like like Blood of Heroes and Blind Fury that were, like, maybe they got a theatrical overseas, or right. you know, and you get to see these kind of, like, weird concepts that you would never see in movies now. Like, you would never see this movie get made now. No. Like, no. ever. You know, mm-hmm. like, there's no chance. No. So I love, like, that's the, that's the thing is, like, you, you know, I don't know, I'm more excited a lot of times when I find a movie from the 80s, I'm like, I've never seen that. That's way mm-hmm. more exciting mm-hmm. than, like, going to the new Star Wars movie right Right. I
1: I, I agree with you on that too when you you find some of these gems like there's a couple there's a like a Chuck Norris movie that I want to see that I've never seen before and it looks crazy. Invasion USA. I've oh, never seen dude. it. Dude,
2: Invasion USA is bananas. I know, <laughs> I want to
1: see it so bad. I just haven't gotten to do it yet. It's I, films. Yeah, exactly. And, and I, I'm i hoping to put it on maybe next month or next year actually. It it's on
2: Prime. It's on Prime, yeah, banana. it is. Yeah. And
1: uh, I've been meaning to... I want us, Jessalyn and I, to watch it together so I can just hear the sign coming from her <laughs> next to <laughs> it's, me. It's,
2: it's like... Reagan era filmmaking to fucking fourteen, you know, nice. it's turned up all the way. Nice, you know, it's like he did a bunch that were. I mean, that is the what are they called? The Delta Force movies. Yeah. And then uh, Lone Wolf McQuade. If you never seen that one, never but seen like, Lone, or, Lone Wolf McQuaid is crazy.
1: Or is the other one uh, Michigan Missing in Action? Missing
2: in Action, yeah, yeah. Missing in Action Two is pretty good.
1: See, I heard that the the first one was actually the second one, and right. uh, they thought they the other ones were better than the other, and then. Right. So I, I gotta you know I gotta rewatch those again because you know those used to pop up on uh, WGN. I remember back probably late '80s, early '90s. Some of those movies would come in, and of course they'd be cut to shit, you know. And there was like a whole two weeks where they just ran all the all those movies. I, mean, I, <laughs> I love
2: Chuck, come. but you see him in any of those movies, and you just wonder how he ever had a career. It's like <laughs> yeah, like he's just
1: yeah, you fought Bruce Lee, once. Faced,
2: you know, mm-hmm. like just can't even emote
1: anything you know and the mustache ain't helping either Aww. with the emotions but yeah, yeah exactly i agree with you how do you become a big star and how did this whole chuck norris thing you know <laughs> legendary yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's not that great come on yeah so what okay fine <laughs> that's the
2: bad movie snob in you coming out i'm the same way i'm like ah chuck norris whatever yeah, yeah. but
1: hey i'm gonna definitely gonna check those out pretty soon uh i didn't say this yet but six breasts in this movie um, 6. Yes. I only counted four. I counted, well I counted the, the dead, dead breasts lady. too. Oh, right, okay. And I didn't six. count the second dead lady who had her heart ripped up because you really couldn't see too much. It was okay. he did it. The alien did a shit job the third time around with the, the really line, mangled. The he line really line mangled around. her chest and okay. yeah. So, and he never got <laughs> he didn't get the heart that time. Kim
2: so. well, <laughs> control.
1: Kim Control the dominatrix lady in the bar, the bar or whatever. Oh, yeah. Right.
2: Those were the four that I was counting.
1: Right, and I counted the two that, the first victim so in the six, bath yeah. in the bathroom. Yeah. yeah, That's six.
2: Hey, man, the movie delivers. If you go to a video store in 1990 <laughs> and you want, you see a horror movie, it's got to have gore, it's got to have naked people, it's got to mm-hmm. have guns. Oh, know.
1: the three B's uh, from yeah. um, uh, Billy, Joe Bob Briggs. Joe Bob Briggs, yeah. Bob Briggs, yeah. <laughs> Blood, beasts, and breasts. Yep. Well, you got to have those in there, it's shit.
2: <laughs> yeah, it delivers and it has a Ritker Hauer on top.
1: So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the, the fucking topping is great. Uh, were you ever a fan of Joe Bob Briggs at all? Uh, yeah, definitely, man. They just did a, uh, didn't he do a new thing? Yeah, Thanksgiving. They did a uh, the
0: Thanksgiving
2: special. Uh, I
1: didn't special. watch it, but yeah, it was, yeah he's that, great. Yeah, he did uh, Texas Chainsaw, The Hills Have Eyes, oh. Dead or Alive he did. Oh. The Mickey movie. Yeah, that movie's crazy. His, that's, uh, his beginning to that is really funny. And then uh, Blood Rage. So, that's cool
2: that he did like a couple like not
1: not horror stuff, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Shutter's pretty cool because they don't just they well, it's pretty much all horror, but they'll throw in some like um, Japanese right. uh, mafia movies, yeah. like they have outrage and um, beat Takeshi movies. You know, yeah, a,
2: yeah, he's great. Uh,
1: so that's about it. Anyone else? And uh, anyone else have anything else to add? Uh, watch, no?
2: watch the movie. Um, I, I say check it out.
1: Yeah, check, <laughs> it out. <laughs> check it
0: out. Yeah, why not? I'm never going to say don't check it out. But yeah, check it maybe out. Mandy, sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah, don't
1: check <laughs> out. Uh, Rucker check it Hauer out. movie, man. If you like Rucker Hauer, this is, um, this is a good Rucker Hauer movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're a big fan of his, I love him. Um... Thank you, Tyrell, coming around uh, once again, uh, the Steve Martin of the show. (laughs) Hey. Well, if you
2: you like me, I have another podcast called uh, Big Box Podcast. Uh, We're a little behind right now. We've got six episodes out, though. Oh, nice.
1: Uh, Where do you um, stream on?
2: I think the last one was Tix. Uh, Uh, Howard with Amy Dolans. (laughs) uh, Yeah, yeah. Uh, Seth Green.
1: Mickey Dolans' daughter. Yeah, Seth Uh, Green's in there. It's just
2: on SoundCloud. So if you go to SoundCloud and you just search for Tyrell Cannon,
1: you'll find it. Uh, Carlton, I believe, is the bad Carlton guy in that dead. movie yep. <laughs> he plays we, those, have, yeah. we have
2: quite a lot to say about Carlton
1: <laughs> 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 From uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Hara well, Air*. is
2: the bad guy? Well, yeah. it's like the tough It's like about kids Yeah, and tough, forest, And there's giant ticks
1: And, and Seth Green Yeah, it's yeah. It, it goes by a different name, too, doesn't it? Uh, there's mm. ticks and I don't
2: know, I only know what is ticks
1: uh, I have to look that up But yeah, I'm pretty sure it goes by another name, too Uh... But, yeah, well, thanks again yeah, for coming on. Definitely. Check out That's your awesome. uh, Kickstarter and your Patreon. Um, yeah, you can
2: find me anywhere, just T Cannon Comics. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, Patreon, Tumblr.
1: Dude, we were like 50, 50 more places than that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks for coming on the show. And yeah, thank man. you, Jesslyn, for, for joining us in this. Uh, <laughs> This blow fest of fucking Rucker Howard. <laughs> I said I love Rucker Howard. Uh, not enough to blow him like I would. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks again for listening, and we will be back next week.